going to help us in that search because he's, he's skilled, he's a godly man. He'll be getting us to pray in this whole process, uh, and uh, we'll be listening for that and for his leading to pray uh, to God as we are in our search. But uh, Subi will pray over some of those things. Also, we're rebuilding our elders team here at Grace, and we need those leaders. And then all kinds of other leaders leading ministries and small groups and things. Leadership is so important, uh, and we need to pray to God to help us in that area. Uh, and thanks, Subi, for praying in a moment. And then uh, right after Subi prays, uh, Jen Wilkes is going to pray. Uh, and um, <clears throat> she's going to pray that more people and new people will become Christians this year. Uh, <clears throat> we love having little kids running around the church, physical, biological, little bundles of joy. We need new spiritual kids running around the church, people who are freshly saved, who have come to Christ, and that's about all they know, and we help them grow in the Lord, and, and in so doing, we grow ourselves. So let's pray for new growth by new people coming to Christ this year. Thank you, Jen, for praying your prayer uh, for us as a church in that way. I don't know if you've ever uh, uh, been out in a canoe or on a kayak. I'm not a big canoer or a kayaker, but I've done a little bit. And I've been in a situation where you, you get out and you kind of forget where you are. We have a cottage up on Georgian Bay, and sometimes you can get out there enjoying things, and all of a sudden you find yourself, I got to go home, and the wind's blowing the wrong way. And, uh, and you're struggling to paddle, and you, you paddle like crazy, and you're just inching along, and you're hoping you can make it, and, and, uh, and you get home, and your wife says, how was it? And you say, it's great, no problem. You, you nearly had a heart attack out there, but uh, anyway, uh, we're going to read a passage uh, just now where the disciples were, quote, straining at the oars, and Jesus comes to help them. The reason I'm reading this passage is because in some ways, we've been straining at the oars as a church, bucking some headwinds in the leadership area, uh, in, in being fruitful in the gospel, and, uh, and, and sometimes the headwinds are pretty strong. But we'll see in this passage, Jesus comes to help, and his help makes all the difference. And that's why we're praying this morning. We need him to come to our boat. Mark 6, 45. Immediately, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to Bethsaida while he dismissed the crowd. This was just after he fed the 5,000. After leaving them, he went up on a mountainside to pray. When evening came, the boat was in the middle of the lake, and he was alone on land. He saw the disciples straining at the oars because the wind was against them. About the fourth watch of the night, he went out to them, walking on the lake. He was about to pass them by, but when they saw him walking on the lake, they thought he was a ghost. They cried out because they all saw him and were terrified. Immediately, he spoke to them and said, Take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Then he climbed into the boat with them, and the wind died down. They were completely Amazed, for they had not understood about the loaves, and their hearts were hardened. And I see the part there about their hearts were hardened. You know, sometimes that hardening of heart, you think, man, that's a really evil, bad person, you know, like Pharaoh or some dictator somewhere with a hard heart. These were ordinary dudes just like you and me. Our hearts get hardened. 
we, we, we wander from faith. We, we forget to trust the Lord, and, and we need the Lord to come into our boat and touch our hearts and calm the storm. And so we pray this morning. Let's pray with those words in mind. First, Subi, and then Jen will come to pray. Let's pray. Lord God, we come before your throne today humbly, but also with confidence. As your word tells us in Hebrews 4.16, let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. And we are in need, Lord. We need more leaders and more leadership in our church. We need teachers that we can, we need leaders that we can honor and learn from. We need leaders to guide us in the ways of righteousness as they seek to be guided by you. We need leaders who will remind us of what is true and lead us truthfully. We need leaders who will encourage us to use our personal gifts to minister to the body and the world around us. Lord, we need more elders and we need a new lead pastor. We ask you to be working behind the scenes on our behalf, preparing the hearts of those who will fill these roles. Lord, to be honest, when it comes to the idea of hiring a new pastor from outside of our congregation, some of us may be feeling a little gun-shy right now. We've been through some challenging times as a church. Please help us to trust in your faithfulness to be with us and lead us through this search. We acknowledge your sovereignty over us and ask you to be our guide as we search for new leadership, opening and closing doors throughout the process. Please give us direction as well as we seek to recognize new elders and form a strong leadership team to work alongside the new pastor. I pray that you would bless the lead pastor search committee. Help us to lay aside any personal agendas we might have and seek only your face and your perfect will. We ask you by your Holy Spirit to provide wisdom and discernment both to the committee and to any candidate who might consider becoming our lead pastor. As for this congregation, please prepare our hearts to welcome this new person into our midst and prepare his heart to be the lead pastor that we need. We thank you for John Fairchild and the humble and faithful service he has provided to Grace for so long. And we ask you now to provide us with the best lead pastor and elders to guide us in the coming years. Be glorified in us, we pray in Jesus' name. Good morning. I'm going to speak to you with my eyes open for a second. I want to honor your time, um, but I also want to honor God and let you know that preparing this prayer this week was a great gift to me. A few days ago, I was called to my Nana's bedside, and I'm not sure of her story, but I'm not confident that she knew of God's love for her. And as she sat so scared... I found myself holding her hand saying, God loves you. He is so good. Rest. God loves you. He is so good. Rest. 
my prayer for us this morning was on people coming to Christ here at Grace. And isn't that it? Isn't that the whole entire prayer? Would you know that there is a God who loves you? That you have the opportunity to know him and that in him you will find your rest. <laughs> and I wondered if I should be praying this morning, but a psalm, a hymn that kept coming over me this week was, um, deserts will bloom in the light of your love. And so here I am in a desert, trusting that God will um, all let us bloom together. So let's bring that to the foot of the cross. Last night, my, um, my Nana left the world last night, I'll add. We got the call late last night. And so, Heavenly Father, I come to your cross with these souls here in this room, knowing that the only thing we need in this world is to know that you love us, to have time with you, and to trust that our rest and our peace and our joy, everything, everything comes from you. And so on the topic of people coming to Christ God, may we all come to you. May we draw near. May we all move closer to you this year. May we all consider how close we feel to you right now. Maybe some of us feel far, or others we sense you close, but we're still learning to let you in all the way, to trust you with everything. We apologize for the times and seasons, God, when we found ourselves walking away rather than towards you. And so we ask, would you help us prioritize you this year? Would you speak to each heart in this room and call us into a deeper daily dependence upon you? What does it look like for each of us to renew our relationship with you? Is it a daily rhythm for prayer? Is it time in your word? Is it a commitment to memorize scripture? Is it walking with you in acts of service or obeying calls to love or worship? God, it is so easy for us to be distracted. The calls of the daily grind can feel so loud, and we find ourselves, like Martha, feeling flustered. But would you renew our minds so that instead of being worried about many things, we would land our gaze on the only thing we need, you. May we find rest in Mary's posture, resting at your feet in awe. God, what is getting in between us? Is it doubt? Is it frustration? Is it shame? Are there lies? Is it that extra hour of scrolling or that last hit of the snooze button? Is that that extra episode of the newest TV series? Help us to see what we can surrender this year so that we may draw closer to you. And when we come to you, Lord, may our time with you never be mundane or stale, but would our hearts sing for a day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. So we pray, God, may people come to Christ and may it begin with us. May we draw closer to you on a daily basis, not because you need us to or because we ought to, but because of the beauty of the gospel. 
You know the depths of our brokenness and you gave your life for us because we are deeply loved. And the only appropriate response is to run to you with our arms wide open and our hearts surrendered. May we become desperate to join in on the greatest love story ever told, the truth of the gospel. In drawing near to you, may your life-giving Holy Spirit overflow from us and work through us and ripple through our communities so that more and more people will join in on the path that leads to you, their souls fed. God, the world is so thirsty, and you are the only source. May there be many voices praising your name, filled with the truth that you are our good shepherd, and in being close to you, we lack no thing. Amen. Thank you, Jen and Subi, for your prayers. Let's, uh, let's change direction a little bit now and celebrate communion together as we finish off our service and enter a new year. Let's enter by remembering. We remember backwards to the cross, to the love of God, to the sacrifice Jesus made for us, to the fact that he paid for our sins, all humanity for all time. And, uh, and we're remembering his broken body and his shed blood for us this morning. You have a little packet with you. If you don't, put your hand up and an usher will bring one your way. And, uh, <clears throat> and uh, inside the little packet, there's a top layer that you peel off and there's a wafer there, which is our bread for the morning to help us remember the suffering, physical suffering of Jesus on the cross for us. Jen prayed strongly about the love of God, and the love of God is seen by what he did for us, and, uh, and we remember that this morning. And then after that, you will uh, peel the second layer, and there's a little bit of grape juice in there, which is symbolic of Christ's blood, his life poured out for us on the cross, his life for yours, for mine, for us all. And, uh, and it's good to remember. It's very good to not forget. And uh, so we'll be doing that.